Sup, Powerful Nonsenses. Hello. We are back in your ear holes for another episode of the Powerful Nonsense podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, I am Wayne Ingram. And I am Jem Yodis. And welcome to the show. So today we're talking, we're going going back to our roots a little bit, I feel. Very techie. Feels, well not just techie, but employability. Mixing all what Powerful Nonsense is all about. Yeah, that's kind of where we started. We're combining the two today. We're going to be talking about job interviews and robots, or specifically job interviews conducted by robots, and whether or not it's good, bad, what we think, and all that jazz. <laughs> is it ethical? Is it ethical? Who knows? Um, so we've we've gone on record many, many, many times um, and said over the years that uh, your CV is not really as important anymore because nobody checks the CV, and usually if it is checked, it's usually scanned through a computer and analysed through a computer, to whittle people down. Pick out the keywords. That's it. Pick out those A grades, whatever else. But now it would seem that we're bypassing the CV entirely and even bypassing the job interview entirely and having a, a computer analyze job interviews now through AI and machine learning and stuff. Although I guess this system could just see a CV first and say, okay, that CV scan is okay. Now let's send them the uh, AI interviewee. Yeah. So Although it'd be pretty good if it was like that and you could get almost an instant decision. <laughs> like, you send your CV off, it goes, someone looks good, instantly get a reply. You get a link, follow this link, do your job interview, the AI analyzes it and then goes, actually, nah, mate, Not have you tried enough. McDonald's? <laughs> so basically this was based on an article that I found on the Wall Street Journal and it's got a great video actually on the um, on the link, which we'll a, a mini doc. A mini doc's about ten minutes long. It's definitely worth watching. It's a bit scary at times, but um, basically in this documentary, the guy goes through the process of actually having um, having his interview with an AI through the screen. He's sitting down with a webcam. He's got um, his audio mic on, and literally this AI is asking questions. AI being like a sort of computer computer virtual person on the screen who is conducting the interview and he's answering back what seems like very normal questions that you will get in an interview and um as as he works his way through it what you realize after he's finished his interview is just how much information is actually being absorbed and i'm not just talking what he's saying i mean what they go massively into these micro expressions which is kind of scary mm. <laughs> we've read a lot we obviously had a few interviews with people who are, are like these neuroscientists or these scientists who understand exactly how facial expressions kind of represent whether you're lying, whether you're honest, whether you're angry, all these things. And it seems like all these data points are now being picked up and pushed into this way of employing people. Mm. And it's and so what they do is they they analyze, they record video, they kind of do like almost a motion capture type thing where they put all of the the data points and they map all those across the face like edges of your mouth the eyebrows eyebrows and all that sort of stuff um and then they analyze it based off of existing employees of whatever company is using their software is that right or was Maybe. that a diff- was that a different one i'm not too sure obviously they know why like if someone looks angry they're frowning and their eyebrows go down so they've probably got a lot of data points and then maybe the system helps you to hire people that have the similar kind of facial expressions but another point that we didn't mention is actually it is actually picking up the tone of your voice and obviously mm. wayne would know probably acting there's certain tones of voices that sound like you know what you're talking about or you're lying or you're hesitant and so there's probably a lot to be taken from actually just hearing someone's voice. Mm-hmm, most definitely. So we're, we're kind of moving into this world now where it's like 
the whole job interview is being done digitally rather than um, face-to-face. I experiencing this as an actor anyway with auditions being done by self-tapes rather than being going into the audition room. And one of the big arguments is that it removes human bias, which I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. (laughs) Like they're like, yeah, well we've got rid of human bias and it's like, yeah, but, but now you boiled us down to a bunch of numbers. Yeah. (laughs) And and you're the one that's got to work with the guy. Yeah. Like, Sure, his micro expressions might say you'll get on with him very well, but will you actually get on with him very well? <laughs> Does he just have friendly eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like and I, and so yeah, there are obviously cases where human bias is is good to remove that, such as things like sexism, racism, all discrimination. that sort of stuff. discrimination generally. Yeah, um, and also you know, whether or not the person that's coming into the interview likes golf and you like golf and so therefore you bond over the golf and actually that then influences the entire interview. But, you know, I've won many jobs based on the fact that, well, I assume they like me (laughs) Um, and less on actually skill set and ability and, you know, whether or not my smile is at like 45 degrees versus 43 degrees. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean... It's it's a, it's a bit worrying because obviously when you go to school and stuff, they teach you what you should say in an interview and it's going to get to the point where it's like, okay, well now you have to think about all these extra things, how your voice sounds when this robot interviews you. Obviously there's huge benefits for why this stuff works for a company. It's just mm. that you're getting this quick information. You don't have to take your day out of work to go sit down in a room where you've got to have 20 people come in throughout a day, which is exhausting. And by the end of it, you've got a bias because you're just like, I just want this done. I don't care about the last person. But then at the same time, I just feel like, is this another layer of like fucking like we're moving so far away from our human nature of like you say, the one-on-one interview and actually liking someone for similarities. Like there are the benefits of the human bias being take out, taken out. But then I feel like this is going maybe a step further, which mm-hmm. is a bit scary then. I think you you're now boiling people down into these tiny little assets of, of their being. Yeah. And it does feel like you're not really treating them as a human. In this yeah. in this documentary, the guy ends up scoring like a 37%. He was just like, well, does that mean I wouldn't be seen? He's like, well, they might look at a couple of your questions, but more than likely companies are busy. And if they know they've got of a thousand interviews that got done digitally, yeah, 10 of them are at 94% rate, you'll be like, well, forget the rest. Let's just try these guys out. And again, I'm pretty sure this system probably doesn't work for every model of business. No. It's probably not going to tell whether you're a good carpenter. And it's not going to work for every type of human being either. No. Because like, some people are way better confident on camera because yeah. as well, I'm sure there's people that are very intimidated when you walk into a room of three humans staring at you and now they're all grilling you with questions. And I can imagine probably you might find it easier doing a, um, a video audition because it's kind of like it's controlled. You can No, del- I hate it. Oh, well, because well, I know for me, side, I hate it. I used to hate being in front of people in interviews and you think, shit, there's three people staring at me. Whereas with a video interview before, like I remember when I was applying for like a BBC um, apprenticeship after uni or something like that, it was like a graduation thing. I had to send in a video of me talking about an idea for an episode. And I felt like actually that's better because I can record this six times and then I can get it perfect and then send that off. But then in this case, it's kind of like, you've got that it's the pressure taken away because you haven't got the humans there but then now not everybody likes talking on camera 
and is confident on camera and so and then now you know that they're going to be tracking certain aspects of you and you're going to be like, okay, am I moving my face correctly? Am I moving my face too much? Do I sound like I mean what I'm saying? And it's just a lot more stress on people and yeah. it just, I don't know, it feels a bit dehumanizing for me. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you completely. Um, there's a little bit at the end of this um, kind of mini documentary that kind of came up as well, which is kind of where we're at now in the mainstream and particularly like things with social media and stuff and whether or not it's actually ethical to look at social media as a way of judging whether or not you should hire someone, even though that is not officially part of the interviewing process. As an employer, Jem, mm-hmm. I wanted your take. Whether what do I you would think? be Whether or not to... you think it is ethical, as an employer yourself, whether or not you think it is ethical to, to base... Um, or at least have your choice of employees influenced by their social media profiles? I think in the hiring process, I don't think it's it's, it's good really because in this one, they were using people's Twitter streams to kind of figure out what kind of character that was based on the kind of articles they might share or the quotes they might share. And I think one lady was saying, well, at the end of the day, it's in public. It's in the public. You're allowed to do that. It's available. But I think it's a little bit kind of snoopy and I, I don't, I'm mm-hmm. a bit against it mm-hmm. because I don't know, like you're not the same person in your family home as maybe the person you are on Twitter and like people do build these different personalities. And I think if we get into the point where we're judging people on 144 characters, which ain't that anymore, I know you can do more on Twitter. 280, yeah. Exactly. 280 characters, I then... Think- Something like that. But then they also said an interesting stat that actually a very high proportion of, was it Fortune 500 companies were already using this technology? The AI. Yeah. Yeah, which was quite scary, actually. And again, though, I know I've worked with young people before and they're always saying, like, when these companies are trying to support young people to get employment, it's like, be careful what you uh, post on social media because probably these companies have got something, they just run your name, it knows your profiles, run your email... And then it says, well, I've got all this available, which is public, whether that's your Facebook, your Instagram, and it will kind of bring down the kind of character you are. And so, unfortunately, I do believe this is the world we're moving in. With the data available, people are going to use it. With time being a massive, um, something we we need to kind of protect, of course, companies are going to start using this technology. And it's just, for me, it's a bit scary for people who are going into this kind of employment world where, no longer are you going to be sitting and starting to build an actual real one-to-one relationship with a potential boss in the future, but instead you're being very much judged on your performance mm-hmm. on camera to a robot. It just feels a bit scary for me. Yes. No, I'm with you. I'm in agreement completely. 110%. That's yeah. good to hear. Um, let us know what you think. Yeah, we'll show the link to the documentary and it's got some other little stats in there and actually you can go and see the type of technology. I think it was like Deep Sense or something it was called or something along oh, those good, lines. Jim. Very good, very good. Yeah. It's Deep Sense, yes. Was it? It was. Oh, good, very there good. you go. Um, yeah, but let, uh, check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at PN underscore podcast. Have you actually been interviewed by a robot before? Oh yeah, that'd be cool if so many companies are doing it. Surely someone somewhere has got to be an interview. I guess the good thing is at least you'll get like an automated reply saying you didn't make it. <laughs> Better than a human yeah. waiting to hear nothing yeah. back. But. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there are pros, I suppose. Um, cool. Uh, that is it for this episode. Uh, if you would like to, please leave us a nice review on the old iTunes. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Five stars or more, please. Thank you. Um, and 
yeah, that's it. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we shall catch you next time. See you later. <laughs>